Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So you can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather around. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. Bo. Meryl. I want to hear some of your mischievous moments. My mischievous of moments? Yeah, because I was just uh, talking with one of my friends the other day about some of our like pranks. Oh, really? And I wanted to share one because I thought you'd like this. Um, I mean, I think I was mischievous. I wasn't really a prank guy. I actually kind of hate like when you watch those prank videos. Oh yeah, like I don't. And people that. are like doing like, like horrible things to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like there's one thing to scare someone, which is interesting, but like there's another thing to be like hurt them. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, people, well, we would never like do I would that. watch Jackass. I think Jackass and that kind of stuff is funny. Kind of grew up in that sort of humor. Right. But um, yeah, I would say as kids. I remember my roommates one time, uh, I was, this is just out of college. I was on a trip and when I got back, I got home and my room, my bedroom was completely empty. (laughs) They had taken everything and put it in a closet, like my bed and everything. I had a big walk-in closet and they put everything in the, and I walked in and what sucked is I had driven this long drive from the, the lower East coast. And, uh, it was like, I got home after a long drive in the winter and, and my bedroom was just empty. I was like, ah, oh, you That's fuckers. That's amazing. Yeah. I love, uh, like, I love a good prank that commits itself. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But, um, yeah, well, tell me. I don't really have any great, uh, you know, well, examples. Okay. So we would prank people a lot, like prank call. Because I think that was the time of. Yeah, we did that as kids. And uh, one time my friend Courtney and I, who was probably my uh, mischievous partner, we would call people from and just prank them randomly and, like, say weird and upsetting things and one time the lady star 69 us back oh and was, like, which used to be to star 69 used to be a thing that you could hit on your phone yes and it would find out who just called you you right. would be end up calling them so i think we were either in like fifth or sixth grade and we would just sit and call like you know two eight three two two one one and just be like hi and you know scream and so this lady called us back threatening to call the police because i think we oh. had said some pretty lewd things and then my friend courtney who was also in fifth grade with me called back and pretended like she was my mother and was like 
I have spoken with this young woman and she is in trouble. And like the woman on the other line believed her that this fifth oh grader was Oh my God. Father. It's like double, <laughs> double down. <laughs> yep. So we like, you know, Courtney had to like pretend like, hello, this is Miss Klimo. Uh, <laughs> and like <laughs> the woman was like, thanks Miss Klimo for taking quick action. And oh so, and then another time we, um, I was in Hebrew school as a young Jew and I got Hebrew school detention three separate times. So my yeah. parents had to come pick me up. Yeah. I was a heathen. Uh, the very first time, I wouldn't stop laughing when one of my classmates was singing Lisa Loeb's stay. And the rabbi said, if you can't like control yourself, you have to leave. <laughs> so I called detention on myself. Shh. The second time I was eating a cheeseburger in the back of the room. And that's not kosher because you're not supposed to mix oh milk my. and meat. So I was oh doing that like in the place of, the, of Judaism. <laughs> and then the third time we, uh, I was going through a little bit of a, uh, pyro phase. Oh my God. And I wouldn't stop lighting the Bible. <laughs> you were burning the Bible. Yeah. Oh my! Like spit, splitting like pea soup everywhere, spitting pea soup. Oh everywhere. my god! So, uh, so to retaliate against this rabbi, my friend Courtney and I again, we we had a lot of unsupervised time. We dipped our hands in. Have you guys ever heard of like plaster of Paris? Of course. Like yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So we dipped our hands in that, and we were like soaking wet with plaster all over our hands. And we ran to the rabbi's house. We found out where he lived, and we like pressed our hands all over his door all over his walls, all over his porch, oh and basically my. created like plastered hands marks oh. all over, like setting it. And then I don't, I still, still to this day, don't know how he like chipped it off. And, I mean, like dozens of our little like grimy handprints all over this poor <laughs> servant of the Lord house. What the fuck? <laughs> what happened? Uh, I think he talked to my parents and my parents are just like, we don't even know what to do at, at this point. Holy shit. So they bought us a new outfit. And oh, oh, my God. Set us in front of an iPad and then we, we worked. <laughs> it. But yeah, I also was into like lightly faking some illness. Really? Were, were you like a fake? Oh, I would, I would call out a school or fake a, you know, I'm not like Ferris Bueller yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So we would fake that. Play I mean, video games all day because my parents had to work and like, oh, I don't feel good. Me too, me too. Or I would fake like. If I would, uh, like one time I locked this girl, Katie Petlock, in the closet. And then yeah. like, then my story turned into like I got locked in the closet. Oh, and then I, then I was able to like miss math and miss all this. Oh, one time I actually acted like I was sick. And then my mom said, here, you need to fill this gallon thing of water up and drink it throughout the day. I think it was with urine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so I had to, I filled this thing up with water and then I started drinking it. But I drank it all at once. I, <gasps> I connected all these straws together. So it would sit on the middle of the floor and then it would like like 20 straws together to, to come in my mouth I was like obviously being way too creative and then my stomach I didn't feel good because I yeah, drank all like, the water so quickly and it was like sloshing as I sat there I'd like listen and I would shake and be like oh. yeah oh you know what what I was just hanging out with a friend who has like the ultimate fake prank story which is like kind of a psychotic level really yes could we could we try to call her let's do it Hi, Liza. Okay, so you're on our podcast. I was going to tell your story that you just told me uh, without you, and then I'm like, wait, no, 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 I need her to tell me. So, but when I wanted to call you, <laughs> and I feel okay. like you may have the craziest example of what we've been talking about. Okay. So, yeah, All share right. share with our audience everything. Don't leave out one piece <laughs> of your organ. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so um, when I was about 11 years old, I was having to do yard work at home, and my mom was telling us everything we were going to do, mow the lawn, pull weeds, 
And I started thinking that I had a stomachache, and I just started holding my side and kind of, oh, it hurts, it hurts. And she kind of wasn't really buying it, so I went all in and started really grabbing and crying so hard <laughs> that I threw up. Whoa. So, Whoa, already a young actress. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I deserve an Oscar. <laughs> so she called her friend, and her friend says, you know, if she's grabbing her right side, it might be appendicitis, and if she's thrown up, you need to take her in, because you, you can't take any risks. And I wasn't willing to do the yard work. I was willing to spend the night in the ER, so we went down there, and they started running tests, and they said to my mom, that usually they wait for the test to come back um, before they make a decision on surgery, that I was just in too much pain, so they were going to take it out. So I grabbed my side, cried a little bit more, and let them take out my appendix. What? (laughs) (laughs) Bo, she got her fucking appendix taken out of the commitment to that that faking. Wait a minute. (laughs) You were totally lying. You were never in any pain. You were just trying to get out of yard work, and then you let them give you surgery? 100%. And, I was too far in at that point. We were hanging out at Disneyland when she told me this and she lifted up her, her shirt to show me her scar. And I'm like, this is why we're friends. Cause that is a psychopathic like commitment to, <laughs> to your story. That, that is that so is crazy. So the di- craziest thing. So you like, were you scared going in, into surgery at all? Like, I was more scared of my mom, so I would <laughs> much rather get surgery. Wait a minute. Let me ask you, uh, how much did that cost? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Have you ever told your mom this story? I did not tell her until I was 23. And what did I she say? That, well, she kind of laughed at it at that point. And I didn't realize at the time I was so young that she was terrified of hospitals and she was a single mom. So that probably wasn't super oh fun gosh. for her. She's, so she, we had a good laugh about it then. <laughs> she's still paying off that bill, I'm going to tell you. Because I got my appendix out and it cost $35,000. Yeah, I'm hoping it wasn't that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is the, the best. Gardener's a lot cheaper than that. She could have hired a gardener for that. <laughs> for life. Like, I don't know why I'm so impressed with that story. Wow, that is just you are. Someone, that is funny. That's the commitment that when you get an internal <laughs> organ taken out. And I also love that the doctors just kind of like took your word for it as well and didn't really like, I mean, I guess there's not that much <laughs> testing you can do besides someone throwing up and clutching their right side. God, under that understanding, if you're like, I think I'm having, you know, a heart attack. They just go in and rip you open and like. <laughs> Open heart surgery. Yeah, My brain is hurting. Let's have brain surgery. Now, have you ever done yard work since that incident? You know, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't actually. I'm about to eat ice cream for a week. Oh, so my God. So, call it a win. Oh, oh, my gosh. Now, in your adult life, are you, like, pretending like you don't have a uterus? Or, like, is there <laughs> is there something that's happening that we should know about, too? <laughs> it hasn't worked for me yet at work, so the uterus thing's kind of out, I guess. Man. That's amazing. If you cancel on any plans saying that you have food poisoning, I'm going to need to see, like, the remnants <laughs> of your Caesar salad and stuff, because I would... <laughs> Uh, well, that is so awesome, and you are our favorite appendix story of this entire podcast. <laughs> Thank you Thank so you, much Liza. for sharing. We love you. Um, cool. I love you. You guys have a great day. Okay, right, we'll talk too. to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. What the fuck? Isn't that amazing? I, I heard it, and Holy I was like shit. screaming in Disneyland, being like, our podcast family needs to hear Holy this. Holy shit. Like, if you think about that, like, you know, we're... 
just taking something too far. Yep. And then being like, oh shit, I have to own this. I mean, being going into like under surgery, knowing you're going to be. I mean, how old was she? Eleven, she said. Around eleven, and <sighs> and you're even more scared of that. Like the thought of getting an organ taken out. Well, I almost wonder if you're less like now. It's almost we maybe know what you that don't entails. realize what. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Right now, okay. Right now, as an adult, if I had to go in for anything for surgery, I'm like, well, I could die. I could fucking die. They got to put me under, and uh, it could go wrong and right. complications. And I'm gonna not be able to work and make money for the next four weeks. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be an awful shit show. You know, it is. So, but the moral her of the story going is- like, ha, okay, sure, doctors. You know, <laughs> oh my god. The moral of the story is. Don't stay in school. Just one one year. Take a, pick an organ. Wow. Maybe the lesson really is don't make your kids do yard work. That's true. America. <laughs> uh, it's wedding season. Is it? Not for me, but for other girls. It is really. There's a season like that. This is the season for it. Uh, the same for type some reason, like for pumpkin spice lattes and yes. weddings. Oh, that makes sense. I w- used to think wedding season was like the spring, but now I am seeing a trend of it moving to the fall to like june well like june july oh. so like now has been the well, it's not june or july though wait what month is it it's, it's september august. almost it's september almost which is called Jeez. august uh, <laughs> you're like this it's like <laughs> it's may you're like christmas is right around the corner <laughs> oh you know what okay we know you are right wedding season is the fall what's happening is the pre-wedding things <laughs> the show's like what like uh. level like i feel like as a little girl i would never dream of like brides or you know wedding dresses anything like that anyway i've uh I have the pleasure of being at a lot of weddings, some being there as a bridesmaid, some being there as a spectator, but there is a lot of females in my life getting married. Yeah. One of them is one of our good friends, uh, Casey. Okay, that was, <laughs> I a, think that was a long way to get there. <laughs> I was trying to also say, so her fiance, who she's marrying, was our past guest. Oh, yeah. Grim Green. Mr. Grim Green, so the groom. They are friends <laughs> of the podcast. They are friends to us personally. We love them. And I was a bachelorette for Casey or what's it called? I'm not a bridesmaid, but I'm a like Wait, I was at her bachelorette yeah, party, I guess. You were just one of the people at her <laughs> bachelorette. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bachelorette. I'm hired help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh it was just fantastic and it was like a bachelorette party what that you would expect from like 30 30 something year olds. We're like when we're in our early twenties that all the penis straws and all like the blow up. That was stuff. there? That no, was oh. no, we did the thirties version. Oh, okay. Which Good. is like uh, okay, so the first I never understood the bachelorette party that's like has all the penis shaped things. I really don't because really? well, if you look at a men's bachelor party, right? It's like we don't have things with like vaginas on that's them. That's true. You There's would think no we would like, have vaginas all over ours to celebrate like ourselves. Yeah, I guess it's just about you guys. But penises are so funny. They are. I think that's what it comes <laughs> down to, isn't it? The penis is a funny thing, and then a penis straw. I'm drinking out of a penis. It's like I'm sucking a dick, it and is. it's like, look, Grandma's using one. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> it, it's weird though because you know we're obsessed with the penis. Boys are obsessed with it. Girls are obsessed with it in the way that it looks. It's yeah. a funny looking. It's like a thing. slinky. <laughs> it's a love slinky. Just like just imagine a dick falling down the stairs I like do. a slinky. I Ooh. often do. Uh, okay, so anyway. Okay, so, uh, oh, I just want to also say, remember I told, told you guys at Hustler, they also do have flaccid penises. So if people are into just like flaccid penises. Why do you keep bringing this up? You're really because, into flaccid penises. No, I'm not. But I, I think you are. I think you are. <laughs> Where did that even come from? I don't know. I feel like you, no, I mean you like penis. what you're first Where exposed to. And you like what you're first exposed <laughs> to. I'll never forget my first soft I don't know why you even said that. Thanks to my boys' bakery. <laughs> oh my god! I wonder if they would make bachelorette biscottis. 
Discotties. Oh, I like Biscottis. Biscottis. This is our branding idea. That's just like with lots of frosting all over it. Oh my God, we have disgraced our sponsorship. No, no. Okay, so this bachelorette party was. uh, Okay, so you picture like the Pinterest beautiful, everything's blown up balloon wise and perfect. And like, you know, there's coasters everywhere that has the name of the bride. This was the complete Mm -hmm. opposite. In fact, I really like that we kind of were a Pinterest fail. So one of the bridesmaids had ordered, I think it was supposed to be like um, team green pickle because Casey's last name sounds like pickle and she's marrying Nick green. So, so together they're like team green pickle. Okay. Um, Wherever they ordered it off of, they a never got anything to blow up the balloons. And then B, they sent us the wrong letters. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it so the only letters that we got were like E R E D C, which the best that we could make of it was we spelled Creed. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, like hanging in our little like bungalow, we just had the word Creed with deflated balloons. <laughs> and so everyone kept on coming over like is this are you guys like the Creed fan club or oh, is this God. like is her last name Creed like what's going on what's the story behind No this? but our friend is 6 feet <laughs> from the edge. <laughs> so I'll see if I have, have a photo of that but basically there was a like and that just kept on being the theme of the night where it was like we go to dinner. Oh there's no who made the reservation? No one. Okay. Like like it was just I loved it so much and it was very yeah. like apropos for it was an awesome group of girls and I feel like there was no crying, no drama but like Casey just is like a unique bride in the way that she's like, ha ha, that's funny. Yeah. So that yeah. was that. It wasn't like things aren't perfect. Exactly. And I think yeah. that sums up like when you kind of get married in your thirties, there's you, uh, lower you expect, your... you expect shit to go bad. Yeah. When you're in your twenties, you think everything's going to go good. And, and, and that's, and that's the thing is like, I just, Oh man, I just saw actually this couple unloading beach chairs last night. I was walking in Coronado over here in San Diego I was walking and these people were unloading beach chairs and it was obviously they were unloading like 20 or 30. So they're going to have a party. And the girl's shirt said bride and the guy's shirt said groom. Oh my God. And it was getting dark. And then she walks out onto the beach like she'd never been there before. She goes, oh, divine. No, like that. No, and then, no, no, no. And then you heard it in the guy's voice. The guy said, does this make you happy, honey? Like almost oh, like, like and she's like, like, she's like, absolutely. And it was oh like, clearly he's gosh. like, oh, I got myself into a, yes. a, a, a thing here. I feel like four years and 300 hookers later, they're going <laughs> to, <laughs> I, w- I want to hear back from yeah, them exactly. how it goes. Where do, you, where do you get that nanny and your husband yeah. fucks her? Uh, oh my gosh. I'm never going to get a hot nanny. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. I definitely want a hot nanny. Yeah, but that's why. No, I, I wouldn't fuck her. I'm just. What would you do? I would be able. It would be the one thing I could stare at, you know. Oh my gosh, that's not right. I'm taking your. Baby I would be away like, uh, Nikki, can you uh, actually come over a little early tonight? Oh my! Just gosh. so we can watch cartoons together. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust a man and his nanny, even oh the best God. man in the entire oh world. Oh God! You're loyal, but you tell me that there it was like a 21 year old hot Scandinavian nanny that you wouldn't be tempted, and like, and Brittany's out of town, and then you guys are drinking wine together, and then she's why like, are we drinking wine together? Because uh, you have this extra bottle of wine and it's going to go bad soon. You were just giving it as a gift <laughs> from a gonna client. It's going to go bad soon. Yeah, it's going to go bad. This extra bottle of wine <laughs> that does not go get better with age. And so, yeah, <laughs> she gets better it's with It's the age. anti-wine. And then she's like upset because her boyfriend dumped her. But if you could only just tell her it's going to be okay. And then she says, I wish I could find a guy like you, someone that's so intelligent. Yeah, I would. I would. I would text my girl and I'd be like, hey, this is going down. Are you cool with oh it? Oh, you know? my God. No, I wouldn't do that. Come what on. What would be the truth? The, I mean, the truth is that is a, a very 
touchy situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and act like it isn't. If there's a, a, a hot woman, you know, prying at a man, regardless of their uh, loyalty, you know. I just think don't put the nanny in the fire. Like, it's like. What, don't, what, what is that? Don't what, put the nanny in the fire. That what, means I don't like, understand that. Like, kind of like when you there's mean, smoke, there's fire. Don't tempt the man is, I think, what you're saying. <laughs> You can't trust them. Don't, don't put, put the <laughs> nanny in the fire. Wow. Okay. My so how people, did this, my, people. How, my people. Okay. This is <laughs> take your jewelry off, but oh don't put the nanny god. in the fire. Oh my god, the nanny Fran Drescher. Don't put All her right. in the fire. All okay. Right. So the second <laughs> wedding thing I have for you is uh, my other friend Brittany is getting married next month. In Julian, California, which okay. is a beautiful place, yeah. home of the apple pie. Visit it if you would like. It's not the home of the apple pie. It is. Julian is known. For <laughs> it's <laughs> not the home of the apple pie. They're just famous for oh, yeah. apple orchards. <laughs> I would be great like tourism. No, you wouldn't. You, everything you say is a lie. Like Chula Vista, Marinara's house is from here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. I really am crying so far. And so, um, okay, so Brittany's getting married and... I am going to the wedding. Brittany is one of my good friends. We're talking about my friend Brittany, not Bo's girlfriend, Brittany. Brittany is one of my good friends from my past work. And I got on the list plus one, which means I would be taking my boyfriend, Jack. However, and I want to weigh in on your thoughts with this. Sure. But uh, there has been a concert that he wants to go to called Cal Jam, which is like a festival with Iggy Pop and Foo Fighters and all this stuff. And it was like, it is a lineup of a lot of bands that he likes. And so he told me excitedly a few weeks ago saying, Oh my God, I want to see this. I got his Cal Jam tickets. And I was like, Oh, that's, you know, that's Britney's wedding day. I was a little bit like, did you check our Google calendar? Like I would have been the girl wearing the bride shirt with with all the chairs (laughs) being like, does this make me happy? (laughs) But so he didn't check Google calendar, which is totally understandable. Yeah. but, you know, and so this concert meant a lot to him. And at which point we were kind of going back and forth. Sure. Uh, then he decided, you know what, I'm going to go to the wedding with you. And I'm like, OK, wonderful. Then he found out that he got the chance to shoot the show, like photographer wise. Like go backstage and, yeah, and be yeah, part yeah. and yep. be one on one with the people. Yes. And be one on one with the people taking photos of Iggy Pop, taking this kind of you stuff. You have to let him go. And I said, yes, my contingency was you have to message the bride yourself because okay. I am not your that's, like that's translator that's of deal. news. Yeah, that's yeah, deal. exactly. So, hey, something better came up. I want to see that. <laughs> exactly. And Brittany is like one of his good, like they're, they're friends. They love each other. They're good friends. So uh, he had no trouble doing that, but it just kept on like the time was passing. And I'm like, you got to let Brittany know, you, you know, you have to let her know. Brides sure, are sure. setting their, they're getting things ready. Yeah. And they want to make sure you don't want to be the person's like, Ooh, sorry to tell you exactly. last minute. And look, but... Whereas a month may seem far off for a, any other event, like people changing yeah. last minute at a yeah. month. So I was just kind of like a little bit being hyper about letting him tell her and stuff. However, he did. So he's on the radio on a radio right. station uh, and he they did a bit on the morning show yeah. saying, like, should he go to this? Should oh, he not? No. And the bride's sister heard it and texted the Brittany uh, and said, I think they're talking about your wedding on the radio <laughs> before he had said anything. Yep. Oh, no. So I'm getting a message from her saying oh. Jack can't go to my wedding. Like, I wish he would have told me. And oh, no, I know. I know. So I did what El- any other girlfriend would do. I told her to call into the radio and make it more drama filled. <laughs> I'm like, call in and tell him that he's dead to you. Call in, tell him. So did she? Yes. 
She called in and said that he was just like a pity un- invite anyway, <laughs> so it didn't matter. <laughs> she did a very oh, good job. Oh, that's great. That, that makes it for good It made for comedy. good radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, could you, I woke up oh, to no, her that's, texting that's me. Oh, no, that's too funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's too funny. I know, I know. He must have been like, oh, fuck. He was mortified. Yeah, I bet. And I'm like. Good for him. That's what. That's the lesson. So her revenge for this was that he needs to go to the show and photograph it, but wear a veil <laughs> the whole time. Really? So he'll be like this giant Is guy. Is he going to do it? Yes, he said oh, he would do it for her. It. I know, I so he'll be it. shooting Iggy Pop with like wearing a bride's veil. He should have a little sign that says like, and he should get pictures with people that say like, happy wedding day kind of thing. Oh my with, gosh. You know what I mean? You should ask if you can go with him. He has an extra... I, you guys I, can I, be buddies I want, 100% want to do that. What if we talk about it here and then he has to go... We're gonna we're gonna yeah. radio screw him. Oh, too. I want to go. Okay. I want to go. I want to go. Oh, uh, I'm going. So that's new with oh. with me. Just a lot of bride drama. I have nothing to do with any of it. But oh well, that's, I still that's like not it. too much drama. I do love that story though. Thank you. Yeah. Other than that, I just feel like I've been really brushing my teeth lately and washing my hair and feeling good. These are things that you need to. Mm-hmm. Okay. I All mean, right. simple things. Other people are celebrating like their it's a good opportunity. child or their yeah, PhD. No, no. This, like, is a, this is a good opportunity to step in and say, this is a normal for Meryl, where mm-hmm. she just says outright, like, hey, I'd like to proclaim the fact that I'm going to continue to brush my teeth. Small steps. Small steps. Great. <laughs> what about you? Uh, you don't even care about me. I what do. I'm realizing in, in each episode is like, we talk about you for an hour, and they're like, what about you? Oh, gotta go. <laughs> Bye. Um... Yeah, no, things are really good. Things are moving at a fast pace right now for me. I've yeah, got you a lot have of, a lot going on. A lot on. of great projects that I'm working on. I'm really excited. So, okay, I don't. I feel like you never talk about it. If you, if people listening want to find your artwork, sure. Where? How do they find you? Because so, I think people also might not know that Bo is a wonderful artist and talented in many different ways. I, I appreciate. I mean that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you really are. I feel uh, like people don't know that. Um, so if you were to follow my, so I, I started this brand called Janky Town and it was where all of my cartoon creations kind of come to live. And it's a, it's an actual physical space in my mind that you say, oh, over here, these characters live in garbage alley and they are the garbage ghosts. <laughs> and then over here on the beach, these guys are the squibs. And then you go up to the top of the mountain and blah, blah. So I've created this oh whole gosh, universe, right? And so I've been posting more and more, uh, online uh, under the Instagram name, uh, hello from janky town. That's J A N K Y town. So hello from janky town. That's where you can get my, uh, Instagram, but I just had one of my images picked up by Spencer's. Uh, it's a poster. Whoa. I did an image for, um, this image is, it's like a bowl of ramen and it's empty. It's got two chopsticks holding up a sign that says send nudes and O O D S. And so, uh, yeah, so that just got picked up. So that's kind of exciting. So wait, what, what, would that be a poster? Yeah, it'll be a poster available in the stores. And then if they wanted to make other things from it, do they have to go back and contact you or are they just like they can license it out? However, No, I mean, we format it to the poster like I do the poster. So I'll put the logo on and everything. And then uh, usually typically what happens is it goes in quarters. And so at the end of the quarter, they'll come back and say, what else do you have? Can we put some more stuff in? there you know mm-hmm. and then i'll have more food related so i have a bunch of food related drawings that i haven't even posted like a lot of the work i've done i don't post yet i just post i trickle it out there mm-hmm. you know what i mean um and so i have more food related stuff and if it sells and the brand gets picked up and gets going and that's good for me i feel know? like there needs to be a janky town cartoon like i want to yeah, see I'm, the I'm, world I'm, of janky town i'm working on that oh, i definitely cool. am so i've got that and then i'm working on uh I've got the comedy show, so that's going really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that's under Rift City. I've got 
my own. I feel like I'm interviewing you for the I know, podcast. I know. I'm like, where can I people know. find yeah, you? You know, people can find me. If you go to our campfire shit show. Uh, Bo has a lot to offer. And then if you go to my page, I'm just like, porcupines are cute. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> no, it's not like that. No, it's not like that. Yeah, it's just like I've been working more on art and more on comedy and more on writing and just doing that kind of stuff. Noise. Noise. Let's do a camper of the week. Let's do it. Roll call! And now it's time for the camper of the week. Okay, this one is from Catherine. Hi, Catherine. And she... Wait, what's Catherine's last name? I don't have one. Oh, okay. Why do you need to know? Who's Catherine? Maybe she wants to be anonymous. I don't know. Maybe she does. Why does it matter to you who Catherine is? That's true. It's with a K, so I trust her. If it was with a C, she's like the old comic strip, Kathy. Oh, yeah. So Catherine with a K is okay. Catherine with a K is modern. She's professional. Oh. She's independent. Is she artistic? Yes, but she also can handle her business and pay the bills. Wow. I, I like this person. Catherine with a C has a lot of leg hair, <laughs> which is totally fine. Don't look at my legs. <laughs> Meryl with a C. And now like Catherine with a Q like lives in San Diego. Who's Catherine with a Q? Yeah, I know. Exactly. I've met a few Quatrin. at a dinner party. Oh, <laughs> Quathrin. <laughs> That's like the Shakespearean version of the woman. Okay, so Quathrin wants to know, <laughs> in what areas of your life do you feel confident or proud, and in what areas in your life do you feel insecure and inadequate? Ugh. Ooh, fuck I you. love this one. Fuck, fuck you, Ooh, Quathrin. Catherine cuts to the core. KKQ. No, 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 no. KKQ. Easy, easy. <laughs> um, okay, well, why don't you go first? Okay, let's, let's do confident both together. Okay, confident both. Okay, so... Where, what areas do you feel confident in? Almost all of them. Okay. For real. Okay, so I feel confident in... Maybe too confident. No. No. I know I'm not perfect. I know I have some (laughs) things that people would consider flaws, but I feel confident in my work ethic. I feel confident in my choices. I feel confident in friendships. Um, Let's skip over that for me because I feel confident <laughs> in a lot of places. <laughs> you just say everything. Yeah. I like, I'm just going to no. name stuff. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've, I accept mm. a lot of my flaws, so I, they don't bother me anymore, but okay. Yeah. So what about what areas you feel confident in lots of places too? Cause you know, you're dynamic. Uh, thank you. Meryl. You know, you're at 8.7 out of 42. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that I feel most confident with my ideas. You yes, know, you're there, a great idea generator. There was a time where, you know, you're trying to to show that you have good ideas by putting them out there, speaking up in meetings and things like that. And now I, I don't even think about it. I'm just very, very much like, here is an idea. And typically that idea is something that people want to hear. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't stop myself from saying ideas. I'm very strategic now. I'm way more like uh, playing a game of chess with the way that I deliver my goods because I know like there's a way to give things, give yourself. And I think you should get rid of your ideas. Just throw them out there because don't hold on to them too long. They, they start to, you know, gunk up the well. And then when you hear someone already has done it, then it's like, man, you get this resentment. So, but I also know that ideas are money, you know, that's, that's the currency in which I work. And Mm -hmm. so I have to be careful not to throw out my ideas in front of people who can take those ideas, uh, if I'm trying to make money off of it, you know, mm-hmm. so but I am confident in that way. Creative, creatively uh, ideas. Um, I'm confident that. I'm a 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think those two. I think those two are probably the strongest. I don't mean this in an arrogant way, but I off I think the human condition is that we are all lost and like confused, and we're all gonna die one day. Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel a little bit better about my own like fatal flaws like everything that's bad i kind of compare to not compared to other people like keeping up with the joneses but i just think of like what it means to be a human in general and i'm like okay who cares like yeah everyone that i know is like broken in some way and then if they're sure, not they're going sure. to perish soon anyway so sure like uh what about insecure let's see insecure see mine like be not really being that athletic anymore some of my weight gain i don't really like that doesn't bother me probably as much as it should it doesn't? Um, no. You're not insecure about the way you look? No. It's really not because I almost think of it as like I'm not. S- I wasn't saying that you should. That's not <laughs> what I meant. Because what if you're like, I brought these people here and all of a sudden people pop no, out. No, no, no. I just think that that's, the, that's usually people are insecure about their looks. Um, that's usually something that people, even if they don't say it so, uh, even the most attractive people are like, oh, I don't like my nose or no, you know, whatever. I think I'm good looking, but I've added more to myself because well if you were in real estate if you were in real estate you'd be you you doubled your property value (laughs) i I added like a second garage in the past couple months (laughs) and there's people living in there and you know they're not even they don't have any uh, they're not they're not they're not from this country they're illegal aliens (laughs) they're not even they're a lot of tacos a lot of burritos but uh but it's like a scientific i understand how that happened i have like eaten a lot of free brie cheese and i like you know imbibe in life a little bit too much you've eaten a lot of free brie cheese i go to events and brie seems to be a common cheese amongst the socialites and I stand in the corner but all and this shovel being it into said, my mouth. All this being said, you don't actually, uh, you're not insecure about that. No, because it's cause so, and so, effect. If so I was to go stretch the, and let's drink get lemon to the question. water. Yes. Let's get to the question. What are you insecure about? Mm. Oh, okay. I have something. Finally. A real thing. To an, a real thing. Um, I feel like I think my relationship is going to last and I have faith in it. Yeah. But I honestly, there's this part of me that thinks like if I don't have, I didn't really have an easy time like finding jack like there wasn't many like him so research has proved to me that like if for any reason jack and i were to end it wouldn't be like easy to find another partner so you're insecure that um in the sense that if you're relationship ended you wouldn't be able to find a similar match someone who you were so connected to yes exactly like like it took me this long to find like basically one quality partner i think there is that looming cloud and there should be over every relationship in a sense and i don't mean that to be doom and gloom but uh you know you are your own person and so are they and to look at someone and say well they are my match and they will be with me forever is a little uh, a little arrogant you know don't oh yeah, think? yeah, yeah. And so like, I, think I don't it's think like, like I got this in the bag. Like, right, not, right, right. No, I no. think people who say that usually are um, met with a a, a a a wide or a what's the word? Vast. A rude awakening. A rude awakening. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're usually met with a rude awakening. I actually had that because we broke up for a year, and he went off and dated like two very other attractive girls, and I like did not have any luck on dating sites, and I I kind of had a little bit of what I feared would happen would be yeah. like oh i missed out on this great person and then like the yeah. other fish in the sea were kind of like rotted and filled with mercury and stuff so it's so funny yeah uh, i i think sometimes i'm a little insecure with um or i get worried maybe it is about the future um in 20 or 30 years like oh financially yeah. oh, me too like the way that people used to not think about they, they would say oh i'm working towards retirement 
I feel in my generation, it, it doesn't make, it doesn't, it's not the same. Me it's too. just not the same. And I'm not even really insecure in myself, but I'm, I'm anxious now in terms of how much things have gotten, like, I would be, I'm, I'm confident in myself as like a worker and someone that has jobs and stuff like sure. that. But then to keep up, especially in California, that has put like a strain mm. on things, which I guess it doesn't really, it's not like a personal insecurity, but yeah, yeah it's more like a insecurity of the future. I totally feel that too. Because also yeah. like, if are the, how, is the median rent going to just be like, like our salaries are going to go know. up a little bit. And then I, know. Maybe, I, like I do think that maybe I'm going to have to move at some point just because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. It's getting, it's getting so ridiculous. You know, I have friends who are in other places that are making good money and they're buying houses and things. And and uh, it just doesn't seem as realistic here in San Diego yeah. because it's getting to be ridiculous. It's like four grand. It's like San Francisco. It's like four grand a month to rent a one bedroom half bath. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's, it's getting so ridiculous. And so in San Diego, that's starting to raise, too, because the city's getting better. Mm-hmm. But. So I guess insecure wise, I probably financially sometimes in that way, mm-hmm. um, you know, just because I, I am part of so many different things that like sometimes they, they, they're not making a lot of money, but I have a lot of fun with them. And so yeah. I, I'd rather live that life, but it makes me in the back of my head go like, should I be focusing on one thing and just like, right. Like, like can some of these ideas, but I don't think so. I, I'd rather be creative and have, have a great full life If you're going to pick ideas. one thing, pick this bow. What? our podcast Podcast? together yeah you could bank on me right i can just hear the money flowing bling bling thanks to our sponsor bow and merrill bail bonds (laughs) (laughs) we're in jail podcasting um one thing that made me more confident in the past couple years because i feel like i used to always kind of try to like seek help for my mental issues and i don't know something that really helped me was when i stopped i wish (laughs) i wish you would seek help for your mental issues now (laughs) (laughs) but when i stopped going to like a million practitioners and Uh. and like i had this thing a few years ago where i just felt like i was constantly like running to other people to try to help me have them help me in relationship things and health things and physical things mental things emotional and finally just like i mean it was expensive but then i just kind of like lost interest and i stopped everything i stopped asking people for their relationship advice i stopped asking people have you ever like been into like self-help books oh my god are See, you I, I never have i always found it to be like well this guy doesn't this person say, doesn't know oftentimes they don't know what we they know and that's also advice, from their perspective i also think too like it's not a one-size-fits-all in terms of like meditation can actually be really harmful for some people and then like for people that kind of have a lot of demons already it can kind of make things worse whereas like like i've tried qigong and that bores the fuck out of me so it's like just finding Why, what well, is you know right what that brings you. up a good topic about transcendental uh meditation mm-hmm. which is why does it seem so culty? There's definitely a little bit of a cult thing, especially here. It's in like, California. oh, we can't tell you about it. Right, right, we right. can't explain it. Not o- only these people can teach it. We can't even explain what that is. Right. And it's I like, think, well, well, then this seems like a cult. Yes. And I think TM could be very good for some like a, some type of people. But otherwise, I've heard of it going sideways when like things come up and people don't have the support to like deal with the. Yeah. what's coming up for and you. now i'm coming at that from a very like obviously just i've never done it so mm-hmm. it's an ignorant place but like i just wondered that. where our mantra is <laughs> the sound of your belly sloshing so oh I, I just want you to focus on your pineal gland and uh, think oh, that's gross. <laughs> you know what works for me what eating lunch Oh, is it time to eat lunch already yep it's 4 30 in the a.m no it's not and I am craving some good old brisket. Brisket? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, then the go eat some brisket, I guess. Together.
I'm not eating with you. Like Lady in the Tramp style. Brisket Lady in the Tramp style? <laughs> that is the most disgusting thing. That is gross. Just try it. No. Let's eat shredded chicken sandwiches. Lady in the Tramp style. That's so sweet. What? Well, thanks, Bo. This is fun. Sure. We've ca- cried. We've laughed. <laughs> we've, <felt> th- <laughs> we've almost thrown up. We've got our organs removed. All right. Just, just leave my house. Okay. Bye, right, everyone. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.